Hello, and welcome to the Bitcoin Takeover Show. My guest today is Buzz Lightyear, and I have no idea how this character from Toy Story ended up getting interested in Bitcoin or why he decided to come to this podcast, but I'm glad that I get to talk to him. And I guess this is a world premiere that we find out about one of the many technological fascinations of that one guy who says that he wants to go to infinity and beyond. So hello, Buzz Lightyear. Hello, Vlad, and uh, it's uh, great to, to, to be interviewed by you. Um, and uh, I hope you, you get all the answers you are looking for. Uh, I'll try to, to give you the, the best overlook about the, the outside of the galaxy and also uh, how's Bitcoin going to, to conquer the galaxy? So which side of the galaxy or infinity do you talk from right now? So I'm currently deployed uh, in a small country in Europe. Um, I, I, I'm on a mission here in Portugal to, to tell people about Bitcoin and to show them why Bitcoin is going to be important to their lives. So is there any chance, Buzz Lightyear, that you might be Satoshi? Uh, you, sh you should know, Vlad, we are all Satoshi, except for that one character. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Uh, the yes, dinosaur T-Rex, yes, right? He's not Satoshi. <laughs> yeah. T-Rex is a great guy, but he, he, he can't cope for sure. <laughs> uh, now I was referring to that, to that character uh, from the... the BS, the BS the coin or something, uh, BSV coin or whatever the guy created this time to fool everybody. <laughs> so so you, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Satoshi like, like, like you. Like all of us <clears throat> are. Yes, indeed. Okay, so this decentralized approach to Satoshi is the reason that brought you to Portugal or why Portugal? What is so special about that country and what does Bitcoin look like in Portugal? So um, Portugal is a great place to, to be right now uh, with a lot of things going on. Uh, a lot of startup companies uh, picking Portugal as their, their own base. Um, great, uh, great beaches, awesome food, great people, uh, sunlight, every year uh, so you can't get much better than this while living on a on a big city in europe uh close to the to, to the main european cities so you can you can be in in paris in london in milan like in the two hours flight the decent cost of living uh decent cost for accommodation and great people all around uh, Bitcoin here in Portugal is still like a, <laughs> still like a sci-fi movie. Is a, is, uh, so people are not aware of Bitcoin. The ones that are aware are just a small niche. We have a, a very small niche of developers working on great projects on Lightning Network. Um, you can find them on Twitter. Uh, they, are, they are known. Um, I'm not going to disclose their names because I, I don't know them personally, so I don't, I don't think they would 
appreciate if some random character <laughs> from Toy Story uh, would refer to them, but they, they, are, they are very known on Twitter. Um, also, Bitcoin is generally known uh, on the on the VC VC side of uh, of, of the population. So the, there's not a big VC uh, population here in Portugal, but the the few that that are into into startup companies, into fintech, they they know already about Bitcoin, but um, they got stuck in that blockchain technology uh, mumbo jumbo that started a few years ago. Uh, a few of them, a few companies uh, are already looking into that mumbo jumbo because you know, like a lot of us know, that uh, Bitcoin is not going to give them money. <laughs> so uh, this type of, of investors, they want to invest on companies and they want big returns on their investments, which is obviously uh, okay and 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 very appreciated. However, um, investing in Bitcoin, um, it's, uh, it's, it's not gonna, gonna give them what they want. They want to, to, to promote the blockchain technology uh, lingo because once you can create your own token and sell it to folks, you can profit a lot, a lot of money with a minimum effort and you are selling blockchain technology or whatever that means. <laughs> uh, because uh, let's face it, uh, this is going to be, I think, a part of our discussion uh, in the future. But uh, uh, yeah, blockchain technology, it's just that. It's just a name. It's not, it's not going to deliver anything. Uh, in my opinion, of course, I, I can't predict the future. I'm, I'm, I'm Buzz Lighter, but the galaxy is not yet ready for uh, blockchain technology decentralizing everything, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, let's start with Bitcoin and we can talk about this a little bit later. So uh, basically in Portugal, uh, Bitcoin is still, still seen as sci-fi or uh, criminal, criminal activity related. Um, in the general population, people don't, don't even know what's Bitcoin yet. So uh, except for a few niches of people that we have already um, some um, some businesses that are accepting Bitcoin, but it's just small businesses from folks like you, like me, who open up their, their business and start accepting Bitcoin. But no one's really using it uh, yet uh, here. So that's the, the, the overall look for 2018, beginning of 2019. This is probably going to change in the future. Uh, it's like like everything in the past, like, like like we saw. We saw this with the internet. We saw this with uh, with email, with uh, Google, with uh, even Facebook. And nobody knew what these things were. were. And suddenly, uh, in, in a matter of of, I don't know, months, one year, two years, everybody is suddenly using it. And uh, I think Bitcoin is going to be, again, one of these disruptive technologies and with, uh, of course, other implications that we can discuss also further because it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change uh, a lot of uh, about 
how people look at money. But uh, I think there will be a, a, a shifting point in the future where suddenly nobody knows what it is. And the other day, everybody's got a samurai wallet on their mobile phones and everybody's sending Bitcoin to their friends and buying stuff with Bitcoin. Um, I, can't, I, 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 I don't know when that is going to happen, but I assume in the next few years, uh, maybe when we have lightning deployed on the, the major wallets, when you can easily and for, uh, for free, almost free uh, wire uh, Bitcoin to your friends, you can pay stuff with Bitcoin without having to worry with confirmations on the on the main blockchain uh, and fees uh, on the main blockchain. <clears throat> right. But let's say that I have about $100 in Bitcoin right now and I want to visit you in Portugal. Will I find any shops or any hotels or any restaurants which allow me to pay in Bitcoin or will I have to resort to exchanges? Um, shops, yes, for sure, but uh, not the, the major retailers. Uh, but yeah, there are already shops accepting Bitcoin for small businesses. Uh, you can get surf lessons paying with Bitcoin. Uh, hotels, for sure, but uh, maybe you, you have to, to, to dig a little bit in, to find you know, those, those specific hotels because main chains are not accepting Bitcoin yet. Um, so yes, you could do it, um, but you, you'd have to, 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 to search for those places. So it's not like you get in and you arrive and you start buying stuff with Bitcoin. No, it's not, it's not going to work like that. Not, not at the moment. Uh, you, you'd have to, to, to search, uh, and look, look for those places, for those specific places. It's still a, it's still a very small niche yet. Okay, so on your Twitter account, it says that you are a Bitcoin colonialist 24-7. And that's a very big claim to make. And I guess Buzz Lightyear really is a hero who is restless. And what got you into this? I mean, I know that Andy grew up and maybe he didn't have much time to play with you anymore. And I know that Woody can be an asshole sometimes. But why did you yeah. get into Bitcoin of all the other activities that you could have undergone in this time? Um, so my main, my main driver to, to, to get into Bitcoin and to start learning about Bitcoin uh, uh, is because uh, I think I've said this uh, on, on, a, on a tweet, uh, I don't know, sometime in the past, uh, I think, I think no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I, I was already a Bitcoiner before I knew about Bitcoin. Because uh, if, you, if you understand a little bit about economics and uh, about money, uh, you don't have to be a genius to understand that uh, um, our current uh, money system is doesn't add up with 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 
with what I'm, I'm trying to use words that are not very offensive. <laughs> um, basically, if, when you start wondering what's an interest rate is and uh, uh, why do people uh, have to to buy a house that they are going to pay for the next 40 years and get into debt. And uh, why are why are financial crises keeping keeping coming and uh, taxation keeps going higher, but nothing really changes on the way the financial system operates and how banks um, keep um, doing their business as, as always. And when you when you start growing up and you start making some questions, you you realize quickly that uh, there's a problem on on our money supply system uh, on today's world. Because if you see uh, all around the world, all currencies are currently issued by central governments, uh, uh, and once you understand how that currency is created, you realize that money um, has no has no value at all. And uh, when you and you when you understand that the the, the, the amount of money that is created uh, is related to the to the amount of debt that is uh, laid upon the population of these countries, um, and Suddenly, you, you realize that there's no way to pay the debt uh, because if you pay all the debt, the currencies collapse uh, because the currency issue is dependent on the, the issue of new debt. Um, then you suddenly realize that you, every time that a central bank issues um, a new buttload of currency uh, on their population, people generally see this, I don't know, as a good thing, quantitative easing solutions and stuff like that, because they think that that's going to save them from whatever. Uh, it's not. It's just uh, a way to impose uh, taxation on you, on your kids, on your grandkids, and so on, because it's just, it's just uh, increasing the debt, and who's going to pay that debt? It's it's the general population uh, with their taxes. Uh, so uh, once you realize these this, this, this problems, you understand that Bitcoin really is uh, is required by the population to um, to have uh, a means to own uh, own value um, without uh, without without being worried about uh, the the. The, the continuous basement of the the, the currency uh, that is imposed by central central banks and and governments all around the world. So uh, as as and Andy uh, went to uh, business school, he, he taught me a few things about this stuff too. Okay, <clears> but <throat> I I think I've had these thoughts for quite some time, and it's hard once you get into Bitcoin not to. Think about how the system would change if you implement, implemented this currency, which is neutral from a political point of view. And at <clears> one <throat> point, you arrive to this fundamental question, which makes you ask, well, will the system be any better if we have this currency, which has a fixed supply, 
has this neutrality from a political point of view, has a monetary policy that cannot be arbitrarily changed by governments, but at the same time, you have large amounts of currency which are in the control of the hands of a few. And at the same time, you have the mining, which tends to get centralized at some point. And also you have the issues with, with fungibility, which need improvement because you can basically discriminate between one Bitcoin and the other. And maybe that we get some of these issues, maybe that we improve fungibility, maybe that the ownership will further decentralized as more people buy small amounts of Bitcoin. But when you start yeah. to think about it, how will the transition actually work? We have a fiat system which has been working with all its flaws for mm. quite a few decades since we gave up the gold standard. <clears throat> And I suppose so it's I, going to be hard for people to adapt. I understand your question, but uh, I really, I really don't think fiat currencies will disappear. So, uh, this said, I, I can't predict. Uh, I can predict the future. I don't know what what, what will happen in 20, 40, 60 years. But I can tell you that fiat currencies won't just disappear. Of course, people will still be using fiat currencies, and uh, and I think, in my opinion, this is one of the one of the main problems with the promoters of altcoins that uh, people think that we are going to use uh, many wallets or a wallet with a lot of altcoins. I, I, I really don't see that happening. I see people using fiat currencies in the future. I see people using uh, US dollar, euros, uh, yens, uh, rubles, and whatever on a digital, on a digital layer. I see, I see fiat currencies going digital. I see fiat currencies competing with, um, with Bitcoin, uh, of course, uh, uh, because uh, governments won't, won't just give up on their power, on their, on their, um, on their control. Um, This said, I think we will have a, a system where Bitcoin will coexist with fiat currencies for a long, long time. What, what I think will, will happen is that more and more people will realize that uh, once you own your money, once you are not um, uh, uh, once you are not um, um, you are not uh, You're not worried about uh, getting your bank account freezed by your political views, or you have your your um, credit cards blocked because you 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 like some some video on YouTube, or or you you went to a protest and you you now you are now signed uh, you are now uh, signed as a dangerous person. Um, so these things will happen and are already happen all around the world, but uh, sometimes we forget about them because we, we fortunately, we live in the reasonable free countries, uh, but a lot of, a lot of people uh, don't. So you have to be very careful with what you say, with where you go, where do you spend your money? Because 
your government can easily shut you down. So more and more people around the world will realize that uh, Bitcoin is indeed freedom. So you are free to to support uh, someone uh, that writes things against your government and nobody, no one is going to censor your money because you own your money. And, uh, and this is going to, to be very important. And uh, also another, another big chunk of the population that gladly live on uh, reasonable free countries will see the fact that Bitcoin is a monetary policy on itself. So Bitcoin is not, uh, is not going to be inflated into oblivion like, uh, like all the fiat currencies. A lot of uh, savvy uh, people with, uh, with access to information will understand that uh, if, they, if they have their wealth uh, in Bitcoin, they will ensure that uh, no bank can print a gazillion tokens that will debase the currency and will, will well, will devalue the, 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 the property. Um, also, uh, once people understand that uh, uh, with Bitcoin, you can, can basically uh, transfer money from one point of the planet to, to the other without having to, to waste like, I don't know, uh, two to three weeks on a, on a, on a bank transfer with a KYC, AML, uh, million questions, why are you sending this money? Uh, this is, uh, you have to basically tell your life story to the bank and the, the, the money gets stuck uh, in bank transfers for, I don't know, one, two, three weeks, even more. You have to pay uh, uh, a, a big amount of fees. And, uh, and once people also realize that they can send easily money um, uh, around the world uh, instantly, um, they will do it. So it's 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 like it's like um, it's like the internet. So nobody was on the internet because nobody could do anything on the internet. But once you realize that you can do a lot of things with Bitcoin, you'll do it because it's it's easy, it's convenient, it's safe, uh, and for people living in very dangerous places uh, under the rule of um, of of, of tyrants, as, as we can say, it, uh, uh, they will realize that uh, once they they have the freedom to to own their, their their money, they'll do it. They'll do it. Like like people all often ask, well, but uh, if governments forbid Bitcoin, yes, they they are already doing it. It's forbidden to own Bitcoin in Venezuela, but you can see that the, the the people there, they are really, really using Bitcoin as a, as, as a means of, 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 uh, of survival because uh, currently the, 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 their, their political system is, is rotten to the bones and their, their currency uh, is completely, completely uh, trashed. They, 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 the government keeps printing, printing, printing. They... Yeah, so everybody gets a lot of money, but how, how, how do people do not understand that if everybody gets a lot of money, they keep printing it. It's, 
totally worthless. So uh, I, there was a picture uh, on online to show that uh, <laughs> you'd be better off using uh, paper money in Venezuela than toilet paper because the toilet paper <laughs> wouldn't last so long. <laughs> so this is this is the reality already, and uh, unfortunately, this is already happening. Uh, not not only in Venezuela, but uh, on other countries. Uh, I, I refer a lot to Venezuela because the community there is is, is getting bigger and bigger. Because fortunately, they have um, they have a good access to information, uh, and there are a lot of people uh, adopting Bitcoin and trying to save their lives thanks thanks to Bitcoin. Uh, it, it, the, the, the sad part about this is not we don't want to we don't want to. Like you said, um, your question makes a lot of sense, but it's not like we are destroying the, the fiat system. It's the fiat system that is destroying us and our and 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 our future. Uh, so, Bitcoin is not. It's it, it, we need Bitcoin. It's not Bitcoin came to ruin the system. No, <laughs> we need Bitcoin to uh, to get ourselves uh, on a on a on a level that we can own our our, our money, our property, and uh, our freedom, uh, as we start looking uh, already, uh, there are a lot of platforms that are censoring content, censoring free speech, um, because of of opinions, of political views, of uh, uh, and and people are are being cut off of payments from PayPal, from Patreon, from other, other platforms, just because of their political views, opinions uh, on, on different matters. And um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that uh, those platforms don't have that right. That's, that's debatable, but you have the right to, 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 to be heard and to, to, to speak freely um, and to receive money if people want to send you money. If I want to send money to, to you uh, because you are doing a great podcast and you are talking about Bitcoin, I should be able to send you that money to support you. So, um, But if PayPal doesn't like the, your job uh, and they cut you off, I think we should have uh, solutions to, to overcome those problems. I'm not saying PayPal does not have the right as a private company. Again, that's, that's, that's debatable. But you should be able to have solutions uh, to overcome those, those problems. And, uh, and the way that we are going in, into the future with, with everybody being connected, with their mobile phones to the internet, and we are going to, to be online every day of our lives to, to have this, this easy uh, censorship-resistant form of transferring value all around the world. It's great news. It's, it's, it's what we, we really need, in my opinion, of course. <clears throat> you actually gave me some time to think about some issues. And I realized that back in 2009, when Bitcoin was launched, it was mostly an economic response to the status quo that we had at the time, with the Lehman Brothers collapsing and the whole financial recession. 
And to a lot of people, this didn't make much sense. They trusted their central banks. They said, this crisis is going to come to an end because we have competent economists and competent politicians who will make the right decisions to get us out of this mess. And that's why the earliest wave of Bitcoin adopters consisted of libertarians who only came up with the political biases that they already had and their previous experiences with the Austrian School of Economics. But now, as the situation gets much worse around the world and you have a lot of companies censoring their customers just because they hold opposite political views, they are actually giving an incentive to regular people who get discriminated look up for a currency that will never let them down, that cannot be confiscated, that cannot be blocked when a transaction takes place, that cannot be frozen in their accounts, unless, of course, they hold it on centralized exchanges. But it, it gives them this autonomy and sovereignty that they did not previously have. And this issue, I guess, is much more relatable. And it's something that people can understand in an easier way because it's something which regards them personally. It's their freedom of speech. If that gets infringed or blocked in any way, of course, they're going to look for me. And this is an unfortunate turn of events if we look at our civilization at large because we had all these movements from 1789 with the French Revolution and all the way to the free speech movements in the 60s in the American universities. And at the time, the idea was that we should be talking about as many issues as we can. But in the last decade, it has become much more about (laughs) not addressing some issues. We don't talk about that. It's established. We have a universal worldview on that particular problem. We're not going to to talk about it. And if you dare to even challenge any kind of view which has been established by us, then you're going to be marginalized. You are going to be called a certain label and you do not deserve to have certain rights. You you even have people who will go as far as reporting you to your employer to try to get you fired from your job just because you said something at one point, which maybe you did not believe in, maybe you were upset, but it's that dangerous with online speech. And when yeah, we got to very... this point, it makes so much sense to have a currency which cannot be confiscated mm-hmm. and is neutral from a political point of view. So this is good news for Bitcoin, but bad news for the rest of the world. Yes, um, absolutely. Um, I mean, uh, I mean, Bitcoin didn't start in... 2009. It's 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 already. It, if you go and, and yeah, if you go and see the history of Bitcoin, it started way way earlier, uh, because for a lot of people, a lot not not so much a lot, but for a few people, this has been already uh, a very important issue, um, because uh, the money is 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 speech. Uh, so when you when you use your money, you are actually engaging um, on on exchange of information. So it's like money is part of of, 
of our information system when we when we buy something when we, we sell something we are giving information we are it's, it's so the, this idea of 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 bitcoin and, and the, this idea of people uh having having uh being able to 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 uh, uh transact in in, in on, on a free speech manner it, it's is 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 here uh from a I, I, I don't know exactly when it started but Milton freedom uh as great great uh, things written about this uh the, the cypherpunk movement um uh, that started I'm not sure but uh, late 70s uh, 80s uh, and then went on uh, building uh, eCash yeah, I think it, it was the, the name of the of the first digital currency that was that was launched it was eCash and then uh, many more ideas. I'm, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not an expert on the, the cypherpunk movement yet, <laughs> but, um, I think it was uh, the, the charm with eCash and then you had Wei yeah. with B money and Nick Stable exactly. with Bitgold. With, with but Bitgold. anyway, yeah. go on with your idea. Uh, so to, 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 so to, this, this, this idea of Bitcoin is, 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 is present and, and, and uh, for a long time ago, but uh, what we see now is with the globalization and with the with that more access to, to information is that uh, things are are the problems with the fiat currencies are now being felt uh, all around the world. Uh, maybe the 70s, the 80s, uh, people were not so much aware of this of this problem because money was flowing and uh, if money is flowing people are happy wages are going up and everybody's happy uh, but uh, suddenly you realize that in the 70s you could buy a, a house a decent house with a two-year salary or something like that and now you <laughs> you are stuck paying your house for 40 years and people don't don't ask why, and uh, the reason is simple. It's because uh, when you keep printing money, uh, it devalues. It's as simple as it is. It's, it's not rocket science. It, and uh, people now nowadays are starting to realize this, and uh, um, especially young people who start to, to graduate and have dreams. And when they start working, they got stuck with this minimum wages on countries that have them or uh, very low wages and they look at their parents and they they see a big difference their parents they could afford to change their their car every every three years or something and they could uh, buy uh, better houses uh, along the way uh, but not anymore <laughs> so you 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 don't you don't get to buy a house anymore on on, on a big city anywhere in the world, um, and the ones to, who are lucky to, to, to have that opportunity, uh, they, they have to, to get themselves into debt. Of course, 
fortunately, there are still people who can afford to buy apartments and to, to have decent lives. But I'm I'm speaking like a, for the majority of the population, uh, uh, people people tend to to attribute uh, this 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 kind of difficulties to, to to specific policies, to specific movements, to uh, but the answer is is this is money doesn't doesn't work what it what it it, it was worth in the past just because of the of this process of of a constant debasement of the of the currencies so uh, but coming to to bitcoin again um uh, bitcoin will, will will definitely be be used by by, by a lot of people uh, in the near future, um, these 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 issues about free speech are are sadly uh, uh, on the on 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 every day, on our everyday uh, news because um, this, uh, the, I I I I think I think that uh, once you start to to think for yourself and to ask the the, the right questions, you you are going to to, to leave a, a lot of uh, status quo um, mad because you are going to to challenge um, some established ideas uh, that are just that ideas that don't 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 uh, don't. They just don't don't get um, a, 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 a check when you when you when you fact check them. People tend to 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 see their uh, well. I can, I, we we can we can go on 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 this issue, but yeah, Bitcoin is 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 indeed free speech, and people will will now. Uh, start to realize this even more because we are constantly online. We post uh, stuff online every day. Businesses are online, and um, the world is moving to, to be online uh, 24/7. And uh, what, what best way to, to to transfer value online 24/7 uh, than Bitcoin? Yeah, it's Bitcoin. <laughs> There's no no other answer. <clears throat> I was just thinking right now that you mentioned housing around the world and I'm not sure what it's like in Portugal where you're based right now, but here in Bucharest in Romania, I think the average rent, so if you want to rent a small apartment which only has one room, a bathroom and a kitchen, it costs you more than half of the average income. So if you have an average income and you want to have a place of your own to rent it, then you're going to pay more than half of what you make just to be able to afford to ha have a roof above your head. And from that point on, you just carry on and try to make a decent living buying food and, you know, paying for public transportation and all that stuff. And that's it. And that's it. And you're done. That's a problem. And, and the young people are now realizing that. So uh, 
they are now realizing that they are stuck uh, with this with this perspective because um, nothing is going to change and uh, maybe it's going to get worse because uh, the situation is, is, is not is not improving and uh, here where I'm where I am currently um, it's pretty much the same so I, I think the big cities um, uh, it's very expensive to to to, to live uh, according uh, when you compare it to to the to the medium wages uh, I think it's it's very similar perhaps a little bit worse in the capital in Lisbon. Uh, especially if you if you if you are looking to live in the city center, I would assume that maybe renting an apartment in the city center would be more than the medium wage. So, uh, yeah, that's the reality, and I think um, uh, these two two places we we are we are speaking uh, are not even the worst if you try to go and live in. In London, and you'll see New York. And you, can, you you can't find a place there. Uh, <clears throat> and this this is all over the world. If you if you want to 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 live on a on a on a big city, um, you'll find this all over the world. I think it's it's of course uh, the market because people prefer to live on these big cities than on. On other places, of course, the market is going to to always make these places uh, more expensive. So I, I'm, I'm not saying that every young kid should get an apartment in the city center. Of course not. But um, this is an, an an example of uh, of, of the, the the debasement of the currency and what it what it represents on the prospects of 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 your of your living so um, uh, perhaps this is not the best example but it's it's one example that people uh, can relate easily it's not the best example probably because of the the reason that the population tends to 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 go to these these places and so the demand increases and prices tend to increase of course um, but this this is the, the this is this is real so it's it's a real problem uh, uh, inflation is indeed uh, being being caused by this this debasement of the currency and uh, every everybody uh, it's something that that you can relate everybody can relate to this to this issue of uh, wanting to to own their 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 home. Uh, to to eventually have a family or to, to just a place to 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 to, to live, um, and uh, it's 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 a big issue. It's a big issue um, indeed. <clears throat> you know, sometimes when I think about the situation of some of my friends, where they took a loan from the bank, they bought an apartment, they bought a car. And they are in debt for the rest of their lives. They have to pay back, so they are tied to their jobs. And I don't see how this is different from the times of feudalism, when you were forced to work your land until the end of your life to make a decent living. 
Of course, you can always sell your house and sell your car and move somewhere else, but it doesn't really solve the problem. You, you will end up in the same situation and it's all about finding a place which you tolerate for long enough and you can say, I can see myself living here for 30, 40 years from now. And then you just get a job and work. I guess this is what I like to call sometimes modern slavery, as you're not actually free to pursue what makes you happy. You just have to find the best paid job in order to make it, to survive, to have the standard of living that you ex expect from your life. Um. Indeed, I, I don't think um, it's that, that's a tough a tough one because um, um, well, obviously, um, I think people should be able to to um, to um, to have access to credit and to to be lent money to buy a property. Um, well, the problem I see with, with this, this, this thing is that that is now the norm. So I don't think people uh, having to, 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 to do a mortgage, to, uh, to go into debt, to buy a, an apartment, I, that's, not, that's not per se bad, but the problem is that is now the norm. That is now how everybody in, uh, at least in the in the Western world and uh, uh, in China and Japan, that's how everybody is doing business now. Uh, so that is now the norm. That is indeed a, a scary because people now see that as normal. Um, in my opinion, it should be an option, not the only option, because what's what's scary is that that is the only option for many, many, many people around the world. Um, that is the scary part because people going into debt uh, is not is not an issue. Uh, I think people should go into debt if they feel like doing it. And if they want to buy a better apartment, a better house, the problem is that people have to go into that to buy just uh, their apartment and then a simple apartment to 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 live by. So uh, the, yes, I think it's 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 an issue mainly because people now see that as. <laughs> As a, as a normal uh, step in their lives, which is not, um, it shouldn't be, in my opinion, you should be free to, 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 to have a decent living without having to be uh, tied to a mortgage for your life. Um, well, it's, I, th I think, I think that's, 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 uh, that's a difficult issue because uh, I think that it has more to do with um, with 
with what we teach uh, our children and the way we 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 tend to to set goals uh, for our lives than uh, with anything else. Um, but yes, of course, it's it's uh, it's somehow uh, related because um, the, the the business of 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 the banks is to lend money. So the more customers you have, the more money they make. So it's it's obviously related. Uh, if you don't have so many customers, um, borrowing money uh, for forty years. Uh, you won't make so much profit. So yeah, of course, this is somehow related. However, I think we will always have this 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 uh, this problem. I I I I don't I don't think Bitcoin is going to solve that specific issue of people um, having to borrow money to to acquire uh, uh, a better standard of living. Um, however, if you don't have an inflationary currency, you could get yourself in a better shape because you won't be uh, taxed uh, on your money, taxed on your on your income, taxed uh, every day uh, on everything you do. Uh, and that 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 situation um, really um, gives people a less chance to free themselves or to at least have a better life for themselves. Um, but it's, it's, uh, I think it's, it's, <laughs> it's a problem that humanity will keep having, uh, at least for, uh, for a while, uh, in, in, in a sense, um, technology got us very far, so we can now uh, build faster, um, with uh, with cheaper uh, cheaper materials, with better quality, yeah, we need to find a way to, to to people to have access to these to these properties on a on a more uh, reasonable way. I think I think once uh, they realize that their their currency is 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 as a needed taxation uh, on them and. Uh, these, these promises of of, um, uh, of of a lot of things that government governments tend to promise to, to, to people to get it, to get elected every four years. Uh, once they realize that all these things are really uh, hurting their chances of of having a, a decent living, uh, people will start to, to 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 address these issues. Uh, more effectively, I think. <clears throat> well, let's forget about the depressing world of fiat currencies and talk about something which sounds more positive and idealistic. So what are your views on hyper-Bitcoinization? That's a hard way to say, hyper-Bitcoinization. Um, I think, it, it, like I said earlier, um, it's going to happen uh, quickly. Um, people on one day, they don't know what Bitcoin is. And on the other day, they are all downloading uh, a wallet and 
wiring money to their friends and doing a lot of stuff with Bitcoin. And this is going to be very quickly because um, that's how human psychology works. We have seen this in the past with, the, with everything we are now using, um, especially after the the, 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 the internet and uh, after we all got online and uh, start using a lot of the same platforms and um, uh, it's 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 amazing to, to 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 see how people from all over the world are are using uh, the same platforms of course this has uh, implications about free speech that we spoke earlier but nonetheless it's 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 awesome that we we can communicate um, through the same softwares. We are using the same platforms to, to discuss our ideas, to check uh, our, the latest videos. Um, and uh, this will happen with Bitcoin. So there will be a, a moment that when suddenly people in the US, people in Japan, people in Germany, um, usually those are the in, in, in the UK, Scandinavian uh, countries, they always tend to, to be ahead in this type of, 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 <laughs> of solutions. And then after a while, uh, uh, there will be, uh, there, it will be normal to, to be using Bitcoin, uh, at least uh, on, on, on Western countries and in, in Japan, in China, I think also because um, uh, there will always be restrictions. I, I assume, especially in China, but uh, people will always find a way to to get their hands into Bitcoin and to to to, to transact and to use Bitcoin. Uh, Hyper Bitcoinization uh, will be normal. <laughs> so the, the the funny thing I think is. It's like Facebook. Suddenly, everybody was on Facebook, and uh, why? I don't know. Uh, even I uh, made a Facebook account back in the days. Uh, I don't use it uh, anymore, but um, I kept using Facebook just for, uh, for commercial reasons for a while. But uh, um, it's uh, it's it's amazing to see that uh, it started in. With those guys in, in in those universities, and it suddenly spread uh, all over the world because it was convenient. You could talk to people. You could you could keep yourself connected to, with a lot of people. Uh, it, it was very convenient. Uh, it worked well, so people just used it. Uh, like like they, they they started to use email uh, earlier. Uh, as they started to, 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 to use Google, uh, so uh, suddenly it just becomes part of the of, of the world, and I think Bitcoin will will be just like that. So we now have uh, these uh, big uh, discussions with who uh, we Bitcoin is. I don't know if, if, if the, this expression makes any sense at all, but uh, these known these known guys that uh, usually talk talk bad things about Bitcoin, I think it's mostly because they they don't understand 
Bitcoin. Because once you understand Bitcoin, you see, okay, so this is this is going to be the future if you if you if you really if you really understand it. And there's no there's no way around it. Um, and these Paul Krugmans, these Rubinis, these guys, they don't understand because they, they don't need to. Uh, <laughs> that's the, probably the, the first reason. They don't need to understand. Why would they understand? They've got so much money. Uh, they can do whatever they want. They can open accounts in Switzerland, in uh, <laughs> South Africa, in Saudi Arabia. Nobody's going to, 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 to have restrictions uh, on their money. They can transfer money all over the world. They can do whatever they want. And they don't feel this problem of the debasement of the currency because basically they are, well, they are paid to, to promote this, this, this type of, of, of systems. They, they, so uh, even those guys in the future, they will, they will use Bitcoin. <laughs> Uh, because it will be all over the place. Like Paul Krugman uses his email. Uh, he, he, sure, he, he for sure uh, uses a lot his email. And he's, he's on Twitter, he's on, he's on other platforms, and he, he will also be using Bitcoin. I have no doubt about it. Uh, you can say, oh, but uh, he doesn't need to. Yes, he doesn't need to, but uh, he's probably going to uh, go to some place uh, where he is, it's going to be convenient to pay with Bitcoin. He's going to visit some countries, going to buy some products that it will be much more convenient to use Bitcoin than to um, do the usual, to, to pay with your credit card or to uh, change to the local currency or to, I mean, it's going to be obvious. It's like, uh, it's like, why wouldn't you use WhatsApp <laughs> today? It's like, it's so convenient. You can call uh, everybody around the world with WhatsApp. So uh, why wouldn't you use it? And Bitcoin is going to be like that, even for these guys. And for a lot of, 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 of the population, it will be a necessity, but it will be a time where uh, everybody will be using it. Um, so to answer your question, I think it will be just like Google. <laughs> we were online, we couldn't find anything. We had to know the website uh, uh, by head, and suddenly we had Google and we could find anything, and everybody was using Google like, uh, like Google always exists, but it, 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 it was not, it, it is not true. <laughs> Before Google, there were some, some, some platforms uh, that tried to do the same, but uh, they couldn't do as, as so well as Google uh, ended up doing it, um, and everybody started to use using Google like the internet was uh, was always like this. And um, Bitcoin in the future, kids in the future, people that are now uh, uh, being born, they will use Bitcoin like like if Bitcoin had always existed. Uh, so. Uh, especially for people who don't know Bitcoin already, it will be like if it, it, it was always there. Because 
the fact is in, in, in 20 years, um, most kids won't even know a world before Bitcoin. So it would be, it, it, it would be very, very, uh, very easy. You probably are asking for people like us who, who, who understand Bitcoin uh, and who, who seek to make this technology work better and to, and to have this technology spread uh, around the world. Well, for us, I think it will be a great responsibility because um, once uh, you see people around you using Bitcoin, your family using Bitcoin, I think for a while you'll be worried that they lose their keys, they don't know how to use it properly, they, they, that they get scammed online, they got tricked into buying some fancy new super duper altcoin that will do Bitcoin and better. So I think for people like us, it will be a little bit boring uh, in the beginning because we now we now uh, know how to secure our, our keys. We know that uh, ICOs and the blockchain mumbo jumbo is just a, a new fancy way to, 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 to try to, to get your money. Uh, we'll be worried that our 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 acquaintances, our friends, um, uh, could could possibly get scammed. Uh, but uh, after a while, I think with 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 the right instruments and with the right uh, applications, Bitcoin will be much much uh, secure, much easier to use, much friendlier to, 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 to the general population. Uh, I think wallets uh, will, in the near future, will all be using uh, the Lightning Network to, to ensure that when you are wiring money, you are, uh, you are doing it instantly and uh, with virtually no, no fees. Um, and you can you can wire to everybody with a, with a Bitcoin wallet. <clears throat> I think it, it's going to be a, a, an interesting process, um, but uh, for the most part of the population, will be uh, will will be a normal thing, like uh, using a smartphone nowadays. It's normal for everybody, and it's it it was a big revolution if you think about it. Uh, to 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 have everything on you on the palm of your hand and to be able to be connected to, to the internet twenty four seven and to have access to to these to these awesome uh, applications. Uh, but we are now in two thousand nineteen and everybody has a smartphone. Even in underdeveloped underdeveloped countries, um, it's normal. And I think Bitcoin is going to be the same. We'll get a point where everybody is using it, like like um, uh, like it, it it was already there. <clears throat> yeah, I was thinking right now while you're speaking that there is one point of disagreement between us because I don't think that Bitcoin is going to be adopted at first in the developed countries even though it's them who have more money per capita and they can afford to buy it. I think the 
highest adoption rate will come from those who actually need it to flee their countries, to get away from their dictatorships, and to acquire that kind of freedom which they are lacking. Also, it will be about, I know it's generic in the case of Bitcoin because banking the unbanked has been quite a catchphrase in the last decade. But also these people who have no access to any kind of financial services, they might get into a larger scale than people who just grew up in the kind of peaceful and somewhat friendly environment like us Europeans. We don't really have an incentive to distrust our central banks and our governments unless a crisis happens. And if a crisis happens every decade, maybe, or decade and a half, and we see it going for a year or two, and then it gets back to what we call a normal state, even though we have larger debt and we have no idea how that is going to get paid, I don't think that us Europeans are going to spearhead this movement, neither us nor the Americans. I, I think these people in Syria and in Venezuela, and in Palestine, and in Taiwan, and other places around the world which have internet access, but at the same time, they have very limited freedom. I think they are the ones for whom Bitcoin makes much more sense as a choice for a currency. And they are the ones who will emancipate themselves and grow out of their current financial status. And I, I really hope that it's also the way you point it, that we, we are going to see all these developed countries adopt it because it makes rational sense. And it appeals to those who believe in a fixed supply of a currency. So a well-known inflation rate, which at one point turns into a deflation as soon as all the coins are available on the market. But unfortunately, I, I can't even speak to educated people that I know about Bitcoin and how it can make the world a better place because they, they don't believe in it and they have been educated in this environment of Keynesian economics where it's all about printing money, basically, and then trying to leverage and figure out what to do next. And I guess their side of the story is much more complicated, as it takes a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience to not make a currency devalue very fast in time. But Bitcoin, as our civilization moves on, will make even more sense and it's sad that we got to this point where governments have lost their legitimacy in relation to those who really believe in the value of their holdings and of their property but we should be glad that we had somebody like satoshi nakamoto to invent a currency and then leave so that we are all more or less in charge of the economic policy by running our own nodes and only choosing whom we trust and basically participating with a 
voting rights in the whole consensus mechanism. Indeed, uh, indeed. I, 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 I don't disagree with you. I, I hope you are right because uh, I really hope I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying this uh, with another uh, meaning. I really hope you are right that people on 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 those countries that have suffered uh, a situation that live under under uh, more corrupt governments and uh, more financial instability and have uh, least access to to a, a decent banking system i really hope that these people can uh, access to bitcoin and uh, and well have this opportunity to um, set themselves uh, free from uh, those those central uh, banks and those uh, those governments i really hope that you are right uh, i said what i said because um, this is this is a, a new technology and uh, i was i was pointing the adoption of bitcoin uh, uh, I was making uh, an, an analogy with other uh, adoptions of, of of technologies that we are uh, that we know that we are currently using. Uh, I think that uh, that if those people have uh, an opportunity, they will take it. And uh, I hope you're right. And uh, and I hope Bitcoin gets uh, adopted uh, on those countries. But I also think that um, in, 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 in the, the more the more Western countries and uh, and uh, Japan and China and so on those those more developed countries, I think uh, uh, people will always want to 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 be uh, ahead or to 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 have the latest new technology and to especially when they they realize that they can benefit uh financially from it because uh, you were talking about financial crisis um the, the, i mean the question is when because <laughs> uh, it will happen of course uh, th th there's no doubt about it i think we we can look at uh, at the the the, the German index, uh, it's it's on a roller coaster, but on the way down, uh, Deutsche Bank is, uh, is 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 one of the biggest in the world. It's well, it's it's going it's going very very quickly down. Um, pointing these two examples because we are talking about one of the strongest economies in the world and probably one of the one of the freest countries in the world, also, and and uh, people um, people with, with most people are are educated, are are lit, literated, and have access to information, uh, and uh, they will will most likely adopt Bitcoin uh, because um, it, 
they, they can do it uh, much easier than someone in Venezuela and they can afford to buy uh, one Bitcoin. Uh, <laughs> but in Venezuela, if you can afford uh, 0.1 Bitcoin, it's, it's already a lot in Venezuela. Um, so um, I, I, that, that, that's why, in my opinion, is, is the developed countries uh, will always uh, tend to lead uh, on the adoption and uh, probably because uh, companies that um, companies are more likely to, to have the technology and to have the, the people ahead that are capable of uh, quickly switching to um, a Bitcoin payment system, although it's not difficult, but um, I wouldn't see someone on a on a underdeveloped country uh, uh, doing it as quickly as someone uh, on the United States or in in the UK or in Germany or in Japan. Um, uh, uh, I think. Um, um, shop owners, um, um, people with, with their own businesses uh, can quickly change to this, to, this, uh, to this new technology much more easily. <clears throat> but yes, I, I hope you're, you, you are right. Uh, regarding the financial crisis, unfortunately, I think we are already uh, going into another one. Uh, of course, these things tend to lag a lot in time um, because first uh, it's the bond market, then it's the it's the the, the government deals, and uh, and then it's the stock market, and then uh, and then we we inflate a little bit more, we go a little bit more into debt, and suddenly there's no money to pay for anything, and that's it, another one, and. I don't know how we're gonna get out of this this next one, but uh, I, I have an idea. <laughs> I think uh, uh, central banks are going to print much, much more money this time because uh, the last time apparently was not enough. <laughs> so uh, that, I think we, we have seen this before, but this, it gets bigger and bigger every time because uh, you were asking how we how are how are we going to pay the debt? We are not, <laughs> because if we paid the 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 debt, the, the the whole financial system would collapse. Because once you understand it, it's created um, with debt, so you you cannot pay the debt. You cannot pay all the debt because if you pay all the debt, your currency goes to zero. It's it 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 just can't work. So. Uh, so we, we know for sure one thing, we'll have more debt and we'll have more taxes and people will will be more uh, unhappy and uh, 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 unfortunately we all <laughs> we always end up in this part of the of the of the discussion. But yeah, I think I think uh, I think that that's why I said I think that this this will be the, the first countries to to to, to adopt. But uh, 
I hope I, I'm, I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. <clears throat> yeah, just as we speak right now, and it's very interesting that it's topical and it's coincidental. One of the worldwide trends on Twitter right now is Maduro no es mi presidente, which means Maduro is not my president. And you have lots of posts on Twitter of people telling their firsthand experiences with the regime from Venezuela and how they despise their own president and how they want him to go. And in terms of quantity, I think we have, let's see, play it is. How many tweets are there? 82.6 at this time. No, also 27. So you have two different hashtags on the same topic. Over 100,000 tweets posted in the last hour, I think. And it's a big movement, I guess. And I'm not sure if everyone is aware, but Venezuela is a very rich country. It has natural resources in oil. And they used to do very well during the previous regime, which was also socialist under Hugo Chavez. But the difference between Chavez, who passed, and Maduro, who came to replace him, is basically the relationship with the United States. And this is one of the problems and one of the cases of, maybe it's not a popular term, but neocolonialism. When you have a big world power, which imposes on how your resources get traded, and if you get into bad terms with that world power, you're, you basically cannot engage in world trade anymore and all of your resources are worthless <laughs> because nobody will buy from you. <laughs> and getting back to Bitcoin, I've actually heard an interesting proposal by Alena Vranova, who works at Casa and used to work at Trezor. And she told me during one of the interviews that we did that she has this idea that oil or petrol should be traded in Bitcoin instead of US dollars so that the countries which hold large amounts of this natural resource can actually bypass the regulations of the United States, set the price according to however they find the price to be acceptable for their businesses and they engage in trade without worrying that they can have a nasty embargo. And that to me is an interesting concept. I'm not sure how feasible it is in practice because in order to sell oil, you actually need the proper technology to extract it from the ground. And you also need proper transportation and you need to take it on international waters and you need to pass some borders And I guess if the United States want to stop you in the process, they can just do this kind of embargo where your oil becomes illegal in every state that is allied with the United States of America. That can be the case. But it still brings a greater balance. And I personally believe that this structure of international relations where you have at least two big powers which are ideologically opposed works best for maintaining peace and making sure that you have constant and important negotiations regarding the state of affairs. Otherwise, it's just one big monopoly which is dangerous for everybody 
And as a Romanian, I've had, not me personally, but my parents and my grandparents who lived under communism, they had very bad experiences with the Russians who just, after World War II, when the Russians came as victors of, world, of the World War, they were ruthless and they were shameless and they would just come into your house and steal whatever they found of value. They would rape your wife. They, they would impose their own politicians into power. And after that, they brought their communist regime, which meant that they took all of your possessions and they became property of the state. And then we had this nasty totalitarian regime for 50 years. And then when we got back, it's been almost 30 years since we got rid of communism. And it's not like we are on the right path for a proper transition to universal human rights, to a free market, to all that kind of stuff. It's still a very corrupt environment with lots of leverages. So I, I think I've said a lot of stuff. I think, and yeah, I've raised I think, a lot of issues. 